The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mark J. Hiscox is an author with a background in education, personal coaching and woodworking. His novel, The Valley of Mystery, serves as a poignant exploration of the soul's journey, resonating deeply with spiritual seekers worldwide. And Mark is with us here. How are you today? I'm doing quite good, thank you. So what was it that inspired you to write this book, The Valley of Mystery? I've had many kind of mystical mysterious type things happen to me in my life. And I often thought, maybe I should write them down or do something with them, which I never did. I just thought, well, someday they'll maybe have some value. And about five years ago, I just decided to write this story with no intentions of publishing it. But as I hiked in the mountains where I used to live and experienced all kinds of things, um, oh, the, the boulder that I experienced in the story, the hawk, the mist, the flower, all kinds of things are actually factual in, in the in the story. And I just kind of incorporated them into the story and brought them together, not necessarily in the same way that they happened in life, but somehow to create the story, if that, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, definitely. And Liam's journey in the story is described as an adventure of the soul. So how does spiritual teachings play a role in guiding Liam towards his nature in the book? When I was originally writing the book, Liam was Mark, me. And um, I knew I wasn't going to keep that, but but so many things happened to me. And um, the original story was actually called The Magic Valley. But I, I didn't like the definition of magic, but I liked the definition of mystery. And so um, I have uh, appreciated um, things I've learned from the teachings of uh, Yeshua, which, uh, who I refer to as Jesus in the book as Yeshua. Uh, and I've done a lot of Buddhism classes and, you know, read Rumi and Avis and different things. And I think they all have a very wonderful way of teaching and opening us up to, you know, love and compassion. So Liam's journey is things I've experienced and he got to a place where I, I'm still struggling to get to. So you can relate a lot to Liam and you mentioned that Liam was originally you. Did 
did the character evolve from that starting point of being based on you or is he completely 100% based on you? I think there's there's a lot of things uh, that in the story, his girlfriend, Ayoka, who, who is Cherokee. Uh, I have Cherokee on my father's side. So I've always kind of uh, enjoyed that Native American type. Uh, I think they I think they're very spiritual people. And um, I just, uh, I, I think Liam is me and then also what I want to become. I, I struggle, you know, I have a very, very dear friend who finally re- read the book and I was talking to him and ranting and raving one day about something. Uh, he says, Mark, 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 you don't sound like you're in the valley anymore. And and I thought, yeah, you're right. I, I, I kind of went off in a tangent. That's fascinating that it, he's also who you want you to become because would you say the character is still flawed in some ways? Yes, he, um, <clears throat> you know, something I've learned uh, and I and I, I shoot for and <clears throat> it just reminded me as I'm doing this, it's like when, when we're present, <clears throat> there's an expression being aware of being aware. So if you have something in front of you, like your mic or, or a box of tissues or something, you're aware that it's there, but then to go deeper and be become aware of your awareness yeah you feel the, the shift of the energy and i've done that with people and some people look at me well like i got two heads and others they go oh yeah i get that yeah. so when, I'm, when i'm in that place then i think i am the compassionate <clears throat> liam and in a good place but when i go out of that place then i become the old mark throughout liam's journey there are some themes of love and following one's heart so why do you think they are so crucial in the story? In the story, uh, Liam is with his father when he dies. And I was with my father when he died. At the, at the end of his life, he, my parents had come to me and they were becoming more like my children, if that if that makes sense. You're, you're, yeah. you're rather young, so hopefully you don't experience that in the near future. And um, I just, uh, life just uh, kind of takes on it, it, its own way with you and, and to be present with it and be loved loving and full of compassion, we would we'd stop a lot of issues like what's going on in the Middle East right now. <laughs> yeah, People are not accepting of other people's faith or spirituality. You mentioned that you were there when your dad died and you became their parents metaphorically, I suppose. And the book is actually dedicated to them. So why did you feel it was important to dedicate the book to your parents? It was 2004 um, when I was just beginning my spiritual um, awakening. And uh, I had read and done some things and done some processes for myself. And so I was with my father and I always called him Pop. And and he's in the story as Pop. I was uh, Mama. And so I didn't even put a name for them in the book. I just kept them as that. And, uh, <laughs> I stayed out in his room the night he was really bad and he kept going in and out of consciousness. And the next morning I uh, was in there with my mother and I said, Mama, I, he hasn't he hasn't moved all night. And uh, she broke down and went out back. And um, so I grabbed his hands and I sort of shook him and I, I looked at him and I said, Pop, I said, it's time to go. I said, there's no sense of you suffering. Uh, if you ever experienced somebody with Parkinson's to the very end, it's it's not a pleasant thing. And um, um, he popped his eyes open and looked at me like he just walked into a surprise party and i in that instant i just saw this wavy energy raise up which i took as his soul and uh it kind of uh i I wasn't even sad i was actually kind of elated a little bit it was like he's gone he doesn't have to put up with this because he used to weigh like 180 pounds and 
he was probably down to 130 pounds. He was just skin and bones and couldn't hardly walk. And so it was like, great. And then uh, my mother in 2019 died of dementia. But um, the my ex-wife, which we had been parted for many years, died in 2018 from a blood clot. And so I, I've gone through all this death. And then I started working in um, hospice. So I've, I've, I've volunteered in hospice and spent time with people. And so it, all these things just like, how can I turn this into a story? Yeah. Well, being around all that death, how does that affect you? And does putting it into a book? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Help maybe relieve some of that, whatever might be on your shoulders after being around that. Oh, that's a good point. You know, a lot of people get really upset about death or, or losing somebody. They go into fear or don't die, do this, you know, hang in there. And and it's not about it's not about the person dying. It's about them and their fears. I want people to not be in fear. I mean, I was I was so happy that my father had finally died and left the, the, the agony he was in. And uh, um, my mom at the tail end, uh, um, I don't know if you've ever experienced anybody with dementia, but you you still, as you grow, you, you still have this idea of your parents. And then all of a sudden, it's not that way anymore. And uh, with dementia, I learned that the goodness in them gets gooder and the badness better. And um, I went through some pretty hard times with her and she even begged me to kill her, to help her die. And I said, I said, no, ma, I can't, I can't do that. Because first of all, she wasn't in her own, her own right mind. And um, I said, but I'll help you in the best way I can spiritually. And um, my last visit with her was just wonderful. I, I, I visited her like a month or so before she died and I took her for a drive in town and it was like she became 40 years old again for like an hour. And she said, we used to live there, go down that street and do this, do that. And, and then I got her back and she was wore out from that. And then the next day she went back into the dementia and um, and, and and that was the last good day I think she ever had. So I was, I was blessed to be with them both, you know, on their last bit there. And so um, 
that's what I was trying to express in the story is is it, it's okay. It's okay to die. Do you think that a lot of people might find comfort in the story? I think so. Um, I had a... Um, I had three reviews on Amazon that people said some really good things. And then I had three um, reviews from different people for the actual book. Just before I published it, I sent out a PDF to certain people and asked them to read it. And they and they gave me this review. And um, so that was published in the book. And uh, so I, I, um, I think once we can get get OK with death, then we can have a better life. And a, and a book that I got a lot of this out of is called the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying, and I cannot say his name, so I won't try to. (laughs) But I think he was a uh, a Tibetan monk, I believe. The book, as you mentioned, has received some great reviews, including from notable figures like Gary D. Rodriguez and Bobby G. So how does it actually feel to have such positive feedback? I asked them for this with the intention of getting something, and then when I read what they wrote, um, I was kind of like, wow, they got that (laughs) My story. I mean, it's it's a very short story. Um, it's only um, I think it's like forty four thousand six hundred words in the actual story. And then Bobby Bobby G. Um, she's a, a spiritual person in her own way, and she does connections and readings with people. And I and I've done some sessions with her about things. And um, and then I I said, well, you know, if you feel up to it, would you write one in Amazon? And she says, I'm going to read the book again before I do that. <laughs> and um, so um, Gary is. Is, uh, he's traveled around the world and, and um, he used to live in Australia and he's he's quite sought after by some large companies and uh, I, I feel very blessed to have met him in my life and uh, he's a very wonderful man. And this book is of course called The Valley of Mystery which is quite an intriguing title so how did you come up with that title and what does it mean? The Valley of Mystery uh, like I said it was originally the Magic Valley but mystery has such a, a, um, a great... Well, to explain mystery, I'll read you a little thing out of the preface. The first part of the preface of the book says, Mystery is the great unknown, a concept that transcends any and all human understanding, a truth that is unknowable except by divine revelation. It's through unlocking these mysteries that we can find true enlightenment and discover our true purpose to accomplish what the soul came here to do. And I can't remember, I think it was Rumi or somebody that said, you've come down here for a main purpose. And he says, you can do a hundred other things, but if you don't do that one purpose, then then you've not done what you're supposed to do. And uh, so... You know, I mean, do you like, do you sort of feel like this is your soul's purpose, what you're doing and reaching out and helping and connecting to people? I think so, yes. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I've done woodworking. I've taught woodworking in public school. I've done a lot of things. And uh, um, I've already started on book two, but, you know, I'm trying to promote and get this one going and make it finally pay for itself. Yes. <laughs> it's um and I was just reading another author. She says, you finally get the book done. And then she says, then it's the publisher. It's the it's this and it's that. It's creating oh, yeah. the website and doing all this other stuff. And that's what's hit me in the last month. It's like uh, the easy part has <laughs> already been done, if, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. Well, how long has that whole process taken from writing the book and now doing all this 
complicated publisher stuff and actually getting it out there. Promoting and uh, yeah, um, well, I think probably five or six years ago, I just got a wild hair one day and I started to write some stuff in my computer and um, and uh, I played with it and then I ignore it sometimes for as long as a year and then I'd go back to it and then I quit. I retired from teaching last summer yeah. and uh, so I got connected to this publishing company and I committed by giving them some money down and it's like, okay, dude, now you've got to get going. And I spent all that fall really going through it because at one point there's a wolf in the book and at one point I was reading it and I was like, oh my God, the wolf's with me and the wolf's with my It's like, that's not going to work. And so I found mistakes like that and um, by January, I finally sent it out to a lady that did, you know, all the proper English stuff, crossing the T's, dotting the I's. And then at the very end, I had another person with Balboa Press, who was just a wonderful lady, did a story at it. And she guided some really beautiful things I would have never thought of, if, that, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's an amazing process. Yeah. And has this process inspired you to write more books? Yes. I, I About two months ago, shortly after this came out, I because I, 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 I leave the story open at the end very obviously to lead into another story yeah well i have a spiral notebook and anytime i read something look at something watch stuff i go oh that would be great in the book and i'll, I'll write down notes yeah and and then um as i was doing the final editing last fall i would i i'm constantly reading spiritual type stuff or looking at something on youtube and it's like oh i gotta put that in there so i would read something and then form my own words in way so i've gained a lot of things by reading other books if, if, if you understand what i'm saying it's it's yeah. uh, um some of it I invented and, and a lot of it I just put in my own words from other other people. Well, this book is of course called The Valley of Mystery and it's out now. So where are all the places that we're able to find it? Well, part of my publisher was they put it on uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, there's a book company called Elabras. I mean, it's, it's pretty much everywhere. You just would have to Google it. Of course, Amazon seems to be the really big place that people go because uh, they use it for all kinds of things. Well, many thanks for talking to us. It's been great to have you here today. I thank you. This is really fun and um, you've been great. I hope I answered your questions all right. This, I said this is the first time I've done this, so. The throbbing pulse of sound, sound, sound. The Toby Gribbon Show.